0: Yes, here we are once again for the brand with podcast or vodcast, whichever you prefer. And joining me as is always the case, Dean Wilson. How are you, Dean? I'm good,
1: mate. I'm really good. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. We're the same again. <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do it every time? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, in joke. If you want to get the joke, you only have to go back about five episodes. Uh, so yeah. yeah I'm not going to explain it again. No, I'm not I'm not here to explain mm. jokes to you. No no that's, uh, that's we're here to talk about branding and marketing we are. And um, yeah, yeah today you've come with a with a topic a topic it's without my notice. My turn today topic you without,
1: without you. notice. Going to throw it at you see where we go which could be anywhere as usual. Mm. So I I thought it was recently, but I've looked back because I had to try and I, I work out. I, I saw an ad not long ago, I thought. I think it might have been last year, or this ad's been running for a while, but it was for, um, for bread initially. So I couldn't act, actually remember what it was, but it was a market leader. Um, I remember watching it going, wow, that's kind of a nice ad, but, gee, that's so generic. But, gee, that works for a market leader. And so – it was actually the baked in Australia ad for Tip Top. I don't know if you've seen it. It's no. it's got um, it's it's got some you know f- pretty general uh, tropes. The basic premise is Tip Top's very Australian, and we grow and use Australian wheat, and you know it's eaten in. I think the line in it's like you know it's got sandwiches in Wangaratta, and you know and and they go through name all of the you know the towns. You know they're like farming towns and. Um, and so it's it's all very authentic. And I looked on Mumbrello and I was kind of just going back and had a look at it. And Mumbrello says the campaign seeks to create an authentic connection with consumers through the appealing visuals of the golden wheat fields and eating sandwiches. <laughs> when you look at it, it'll be it's in the show notes. Um, it's it's nice, okay. It's it's nothing, and it's it's it, and it's obvious tropes. But it got me thinking. It, it it would clearly work for them. Like, yes. they're the market leader, I think, um, I assume. Um, you know, it keeps the job of keeping them kind of mentally available, but not yep. much more. It hasn't got much to it. It was just kind of nice. And it got me thinking about the different stages of brands because you couldn't get away with an ad like that for a new brand. Like, yeah. you have to do something different. And so – that you know, if you're the new player in the market, you've got to take it a different approach. So, it just got me thinking, like, what are the different stages of the brand of brands, and like, what are the different um, um uh, priorities at each stage? And mm. you know, that and so, um, the because you know, a new brand, um, so if, if we think about it, I've kind of got new brands, semi established brands, and and established brands, and that that tip top ad, you know, is is I think a you know, it's a classic kind of established brand out. It's like, it's, it's got emotion. It's emotional. Like talk about that, you know, big, literally emotional. I think Mark, Mark Ritson calls it. It's, it does, you know, I'm Australian. You know, see the big wheat fields, you kind of, you know, but it, it and, and you have those connections, those memory structures, but that's as far as it goes, you know, at the end of the day, once again, if I'm going to walk past it in the supermarket, I'm just going to remember, no, oh, I saw tip top, like you con- you talked about with uh, yep. Dan Murphy's last episode. Um, but, um, so. But if you know if, if you're a new brand, you've got to make a, a, a statement, or you've got to do something different. So we take new brands. So let's start there, and you jump in here whenever you want. Like this is me, um, um, you know, kind of break this down a little bit. I think for a new brand, before you get to anything, you have to focus on the product or pr- customer experience. You've got to make it great. Like an ad's not going to save anything. So you do have to, you know, you can't be, um, even if it, you do a great ad and then people get there and it's, you know, it's a shit product or shit experience then you know, that's done. So that's that's a given. But the, I think the the main priority um, is to, to get noticed, you know, Dave Trott talks about this. We've talked about it probably every podcast over the last three years, you know, that, but more so with a, with a, with a, um, like, I don't think that tip ad really gets, it doesn't stand out and get noticed, but it's kind of, it's, it, the brand's noticed and it's, it's, it's remembered. But I thought, um, um, but I thought with this, it's really interesting to think about new brands generally try to, you know, we can't afford to do lots of channels, so we're just going to mm. f- stick to social media or something. Whereas. Um, our last podcast where you spoke about the um, influencers and seeing that fruity beer from Dan Murphy's in an influencer that's still digital media, they've obviously played for an influencer. But if, yeah. if you take that and go, we're going to do some digital, but we can't afford a billboard, but we might do digital display. Like trying yeah. to, to that, that you know, the way you described it kind of working where you'd seen it somewhere, you wouldn't have probably recognized that billboard when you saw it, but you made the connection. That's that effectiveness that we're, you know, that multi-channel effectiveness words we talk about. So. Get noticed... And But as a, as, a, as a new brand, like, um, work out some sort of mix on whatever budget you have. And we all know the budgets aren't huge for, you know, for new brands unless they're started by, a, you know, a, a, a large company with a new idea. Um, so, you know, rather than just doing social, you know, add digital video instead of TV. And we've spoken lots about yep. that. We think there's potential there. And, you know, instead of out, you know, you know, digital display instead of outdoor or out of home and maybe what about PR? But the plan, you've got to get noticed. Mm. You've got to do something to get noticed. Um I think new brands need to provide a reason or reasons for consideration you're at this point you're trying to break existing habits and get your brand into the market so I'll, I'll you know last last episode, go back and listen to the last episode if you haven't, but you know talk, using fruity beer as an example again, like it's a it's a new idea. like yeah. a lot of people like you did were like that looks like shit or fruity yeah. beer I don't like. I don't mind fruity beer, but you know there's there, there's there's certainly people that that can't you know can't can't stand it. So they're trying to break existing habits with that. And so um, they've got to provide reasons for consideration. It's just like now you know going back to Dave Trot again, you know, at this point, you're stealing market share. You're not trying to grow the market. So, you, you want to, you know, you're trying to get get some share. Provide reasons why someone should switch. Um, provide opportunities to trial. You know, this is a big one. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you, you the 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 fruity beer one again is such a great example. You know, once you get to Dan Murphy's there'll be people there to 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 let you try it and trial is sometimes seen as a bit oh, I'm not going to do trials in the supermarket or or if you're a service business or B2B like I can't give away what I do for free but is there a way you can let someone trial it because mm. that trial creates new behavior and yeah. that it's like once you've taken that first step it's not foreign anymore yep. um so how can you you know provide opportunities to trial in whatever what whatever it is you you have Um, I think reviews and testimonials are important in that first stage, wherever you can have them, you know, that builds trust. If you're, you know, completely new, you don't, you know, you haven't got any trust. If you're going up against a competitor that's, you know, been around for a long time and is kind of that, that, that market leader, you know, at the end of the day, their brand's probably seen as a shorthand for whatever the category is. And so how can you, you know, you've got to try and, you know, whether it reviews, online reviews or, you know, testimonials from clients or, or other users, whatever, like build those, you need them. Um, so, and then um, I, I thought the other thing is about kind of looking for quick wins in the low-hanging hanging fruit. Um, I was watching a great little um, uh a talk from Mark Ritson probably last year on on he he broke down what he thought was some great rules for small brands. I think mm. I sent that to you. you to, did I started? Yeah. I haven't finished. Uh, it. No, and and so and I didn't realise this, but you know we talked about long and short note before with Burnett and Field, and they they've actually said no in the in the first year. Um, you should be doing thirty five percent long and sixty five percent short. So you' gotta yeah. make money, you gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta sell stuff, you gotta move stuff, you gotta yeah. you know so and and slowly, you know gradually move away from that. so. Absolutely, go for those. You know, be a bit more tactical. Yep. Um, don't de- get too caught up in um, in, the, in the in the you know the the long brand building bit. But I think the kind of the point he was ma- he makes in his video and is that and this happens with human nature. You know, once you set things a certain way and they seem to be working, you don't change them. And so if you're going to start that way, don't five years go. Oh, but it works. It makes sales, mm. and you're not building your brand. So, but I think think about the quick th- wins, low hanging fruit. Where can we get our brand? Where can we sell it? Where can we start? you know you've got to kind of you know get get in there um, the and so at this point, like I said before, you know it's about stealing market share um you know you've got to fin- convince people to kind of switch or change your behavior mm-hmm. and so um ma- one of the ways to do that and and this isn't palatable for everyone, but you can position hard against a competitor if you're a smaller brand. you can kind of if you've got the stomach for it and you don't have to go nuts but you can you can you can almost kind of get um a bit of a, you know, you can ride along on their coattails, so to speak. The famous examples of that are kind of Avis and Hertz, you know. Yeah, still a you know, great example. Yeah, it is. Ben and Jerry's going after it was like Finsbury Dope. Um, the the the, the Dope Finsbury, not fin, Finsbury, Doughboy. I should know these examples before I come and talk to them. Yeah. Um, but um, you, you know, you're, you're going after. A I bit don't know that example. Is it? So well, they, they, yeah, they were. Um, so uh, they were. Um, this large competitor was was trying to bully um, uh, retailers into not stocking Ben & Jerry's, I think the story goes. Mm. And so they had this whole campaign about what's the doughboy afraid of, and it was like a real – it was a bit of a guerrilla campaign, and, that you know, as that brand is. It's yeah. not as well – like there's a gr- some great examples of Ben & Jerry's it's it's a, for Australians and a lot yeah. of our actually that's not true our our audience is a Australians yeah. there's, there's lots but Australians it's not it's one of those brands that it's it, it's it's not the same here as it is no. in the rest of the world um, but on on um this is a great one um, on in Mark's talk on small brands he talked about um, um, that talk he did years ago. Uh, uh, a, a kind of taking on Byron Sharp yep. and he totally <laughs> says that was a strategy. Yeah. Byron Sharp was the big brand. Mark Ritson was, no one had kind of known of him. And so yep. he purposely strategically went, um, uh, no, he didn't take the contrary view because he didn't believe in it, but yep. he 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 was, he, he positioned, positioned hard against yep. him. And then all of a sudden people were like, oh, who is this guy and totally built his brand off it. And I thought, you know, I had to throw in that example for a, a new brand priority, you know. If you're, if, if uh, you know, if, if you know, if you're a marketer or if you're a person or a personality in what you do, then there is a way to kind of, you know, to to do that's that. So, he did
0: that as well. Against who's that other guy. I've just I've lost his his name now. The big digital marketing influencer. That ah uh, Gary Gary, Gary V. That's very yeah, Gary Vaynerchuk. That's probably a good thing. I forgot his name. Yeah, that's. Um, just, but he did the same
1: thing again with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now there so, you go. So so it's a. You know, people get scared of that strategy um, mm. sometimes. Like, well, what happens? I mean, I heard before, like working on projects, like you know, the competitor could just cut their prices for a year, and like, just, you know, we would be gone. And like, yeah, um, there's certainly things that can happen if people really want to. But you don't have to go that hard. If you, I mean, all those examples, Avis, you know, Hertz, you know, Ben and Jerry's, they're they're having a bit of fun with it yeah. as well. So, um, but I I, I, tr- I truly believe in that kind of your small, you know. You don't have the big budget. Well, you yeah. know, how can you get some more impact? The Ritz, the Ritz and Sharp example is a good one, actually, because they were quite playful in all of that. I mean, I think it got
0: a serious and I, it at did, times. It did. It did at um, times, and I don't know if Byron but, was but aware. But of no, that. no, and, and may, uh, it felt maybe there was a point where Byron bec- um, became aware of it, and then maybe they, it they, changed the, his tone. they sort of they had a bit of fun with it to, towards yeah. the end. I think, um, and, and then ultimately ended up agreeing with each other on just about everything, everything that's important. One thing.
1: <laughs> So, so yeah, that's right. So, and then the last thing, you know, start to build the distinctive brand essence and get used to using them. Yep. Excuse me. Following on from our last podcast about, you know, you know, brand, you know, distinctive assets and how they, you know, add to effectiveness, you know, and use your characters that you've gone out and all created since the last, last podcast. So, so, um, I thought, you know, so, you know, the new brand stuff is about getting out there, getting, getting noticed, you know, you know, um, so the, the the second kind of semi-established brands, and I had difficulty in trying to define when this is. Like, even go oh five years, I really don't know. So I've just stayed away from that. Um, but you know, you're you're there now. You've people know of you. You've been around for a little bit. I reckon this is a really dangerous time for brands mm. because what can often happen is they get complacent or they get bored. Yeah. So they're like, um, oh, we've done that for a while now. Let's let's do something else. And then they throw the baby out with the bathwater.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they stop. You know, they come up with a new campaign, or a, you know, they you know, refresh their brand, or they yeah. you know they. So this is a really key 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 kind of stage if you're wanting to um, you know wanting to survive. And the point here is to kind of survive and thrive because if you can eventually push through and you know. So what, what stage was this, sorry? What this is this? semi now, like what's the, so we're, we're, we but I, I. You're yeah, sort of established. sort of established, you know, yep. where well, you're kind of, you're, you you're, you recognize, you're in the category set, you're part of it Yeah. now, right? Yeah. Um, so I think the priorities here are then about more physical availability, um, you know, yep. generally, you know, you're, you're getting, you know, you, you need to be available in more places as, as, as that mental availability grows. Um, or for a B2B brand, um, um, and, and we're kind of at the market feeling this a little bit, we've started to do a little bit of um, advertising ourselves, you have to be able to handle the, the, um, the increased um, uh, uh, awareness. So if for a B2B brand, you have to have better processes in place. You know, yeah. If you're going to get more calls or more, more, um, more, um, uh, more requests for, for, for meetings or yeah. you've, you know, you're, you're getting more inquiries on your website, you, you, that's the physical availability for service brands. You've got to be prepared to kind of now, um, you know, make sure that it, it goes back yeah. to, I guess I said in the first one, you know, you know make sure the customer experience is great. Like it's, it, it winds into that as well, but you've got to be able to deal with it. So yeah. physical availability, now you're kind of starting to capitalize on, you know, you know that, that brand awareness. Um, you need to keep reinforcing those key messages and start building those memory structures. So this is where not getting bored. You know, keep reinforcing other than try and think of new ways to do it, or just keep doing it the same way. Like, you know, we talked we talked a number of times on, you know, just just brands that just ran the same kind of ad message for 10 years. And yeah. and and um and that's what they're known for. And that's 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 the bloody point. <laughs> so so that's um so you know, keep doing that. I think reviews and test rules are still important at this point. Um they're, you know, continuing to build trust. You're still stealing market share. Maybe the, some of the things you can think about at this level is um, new category entry points. Like, how else can your brand mm. be kind of used or thought about? And I think that is a better place to think than maybe ex- brand extensions and stuff like that. Like, yeah. uh, it's like how else? Where where else can we get our brand? Where else can it be kind of? Um, how else can it be thought about in a different way? Not not righto. You know, let's let's do something else now because that's and that's, that's
0: probably a good time on on that to sort of check in with your uh, customers. Yeah, you know, do do understand
1: well how how
0: are your customers actually using your products yep. and when do they use them and 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 look for for those opportunities to yep. explore those. A- a-
1: absolutely, absolutely. So that semi-established one, it's like you know, I've got in my notes here, like hold your nerve, don't get bored. Yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, and and then once you get to the kind of well-established or kind of market leader, so this could be ten, this could be twenty, this could be never, but um, you know the then it's become so we will loop it back to you know the, the ad that I saw for tip top you know it's about staying present and yeah. being mentally available so you know the tap you can't turn the tap off you have to kind of you know have to kind of stay there but and you're and you're refreshing those memory structures, but maybe they're category associated ones, you know. So if you're, you know, at the end of the day, you're wanting to grow. Now you're wanting to kind of grow the market, like the example yeah. we talked about last time about an ad for, you know, it was essentially for it was for selling more tomato sauce, and you're going to sell more sauce for Heinz when you do that way, like. Um, so what are those? And, and I thought the tip top one, you know, the, the, the talk about memory structures and category associated ones, they just wanted to be known as I feel like it's Australia's bread, <laughs> you yeah. know, like that you're at that mass market point now with a brand like that. It's like, yeah. you know, we're, you know, we're in every supermarket. We're
0: well, and, and that was, that's the classic grow the category one too, because yeah. you know, like what's, what's a bigger threat to tip top? Is it Helga's or is it like, gluten-free diets and low-carb diets and, you know, people not eating as many sandwiches as they used to. Yeah. Um, I don't know the answer to that. You know, I, I I'd I'd guess. I it. guess it's it's people not eating as many eat sandwiches, sandwiches. You know, I mean, when I grew up, you know, you go around to your friend's house and, you know, their mum makes you a sandwich or whatever, you know. Now, you, you know, my kids go around to their friend's house and their mum makes them, you know, serves them some dumplings uh, or, you know. <laughs> uh, like Yeah, true. You know, or some pasta or, yeah. you know, like uh, the lunch, lunch boxes are
1: not filled with sandwiches yeah. anymore. My son's not. So so that's, so that's interesting um what you're kind of touching on there. There's a bit of um bit of nostalgia in that. And there's a bit of nostalgia mm. in this ad, actually. Like if yeah. you think about it, it's like it's a it's going back to a simpler time. Yeah.
0: Uh, and that's funny too. Like when I when I go, you know, when we travel um, by car and we go through regional towns, you know, you stopping at the bakery. Yeah. It's probably one of the times I do get a, um, you know, you go get a sandwich, sandwich from the local bakery a, yeah, and you know, buy are really bread, nice yeah. and yeah, which um, is not, TikTok which of course, of course not TikTok, <laughs> but it doesn't matter, right? That's the category. No. So they're trying to connect their brand or that, that idea, those moments, those moments yeah. of, of eating a sandwich or, or, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so, so interesting with that, then, so there's a bit of nostalgia in that. Um, the what, what. One of the things I think um, brands can, can do, and I've, I've stolen this idea from a book I'm reading at the moment called um, Go Luck Yourself, um, which mm-hmm. is about the role of luck that plays in brands. It's yeah. a great book. I'm about halfway through it, um, but really kind of interesting. The, the I can't remember the author now. I'm sorry. Just too, The name of the, the book's too good. <laughs> um, but obviously, I'd worked in, in brands and ads for a long time. And one of the chapters on it was about, he called it like, what's in your brand's attic? Um, And he, there's some examples of some big UK brands that I'd never heard of, but have, you know, have been around for like, you know, we're talking 50, 60, 70 years and maybe had a campaign in the 60s. Um, This one was a kid on a bike or something. And, 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 and they were, the brand was declining. They were getting tired. And, and often in that scenario, it's like, we've got to reinvent ourselves. Whereas he was like, they went back to the attic realize that in, you know, in the, in the national consciousness, you know, there was this, there was this, this ad was still iconic to a point and, and they reinvented it for kind of Mm -hmm. for today. And it, and it was a, an amazing success. So once you really establish like what's, what's in your brand's attic, you know, when you pull up there and go, what can we do with this? What can we go? Where can we go again? So it doesn't have to be you know, at, at it continually, you know, it, you don't have to rein, reinvigorate by, you know, re- renewing everything. You can mm. go back. So I think that's a really interesting one to think of. And I think that goes into, so that example I'm talking about there is reinventing like old brand assets or creative mm. ideas. But can you tap into some nostalgia that, that, that have you got to the point where, you know, there's, there's, there's something nostalgic about having a sandwich yeah. or like, so. Look, look backwards sneaker, a like,
0: bit. Sneaker brands do that a lot, don't they? Like, the, the, you know, those brands that have hung around. Like, was Converse had a yeah big? You know, like they were like a that's true. Almost disappeared, yeah, and then re you know reinvented themselves by you know doing what they did in the eighties. Yeah.
1: and there's a mix of old and new there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So um, this is an interesting one. The, the if you if you compare kind of you know a new brand we talked about. Um, you know, provide opportunities for trial, like break existing habits, kind of, you know, provide a reason for consideration. When you get to market leader stage, you're about reinforcing the habits that favour your brand. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that example of, you know, the sandwich, you know, the, the, the convenience of a sandwich, um, you know, and how easy it is. it is. And there's, there's a, I can see the ad now, and they're all sitting on the tractor <laughs> in the yep. wheat farm with their sandwich cut in quarters. Um, but reinforcing that idea of that habit, that's what they want. That's going to grow their brand. Whereas a, a market lead or a, a new brand, so, you know, maybe it's a wrap or like we we're talking yep. about a completely other kind of category, a, a completely other. Sort of part of the category, they'll be about you know trying to break that habit. So mm. they're very different priorities, aren't they? You, yeah. And they're working against each other. Well, I think, I that,
0: I think that, was, that was you know I think it was in that I think it was a something that Dave Trot linked to from that post that you were talking about with the tomato, with the sauce, tomato sauce brand. Sauce, yeah. um, the, you know he, and he used the example of Coke and Pepsi, of like and, and you mentioned trialing early on for you're a new brand, yep. you're trying to take market share. Um, you know, like open, uh, I can't remember how you phrased it, but, yep. but um, you know, oh, change habits and yeah, you'll yeah, well, create opportunities for like try trial. So, you know, they're like, well, if you're Coke and, you know, every, chances are almost everybody knows what, what it tastes like. Um, you know, so, you know, spending money on, on, on taste, know, taste testers and things like this isn't, isn't going to work for you for Pepsi. You know, it is. They're trying to take market share. Yeah. You know, it's
1: we taste better. Yeah. Uh, you know, Small, trial Smaller it and brand, even though it sounds funny to say Pepsi, know, smaller yeah. but smaller brand. But they were at that point. But, you know, but they challenged them, didn't they? You know, yeah. the, t- the taste test was all about we taste better. Yeah. Where You know, so there's that strategy from the new brand on, you know, positioning hard against the. Um, yeah, exactly. The, and, the but company. it's
0: probably, st- I mean, there's a, it's it's probably still the right strategy for Pepsi, right? Like, it's they're still better off trying to get people to switch from Coke. Or from you know whatever yeah. else they're drinking, than trying to grow the cola category. If they if they try to grow the cola category, no, they, yeah, no, of course that's going to grow. Of course Coke. Of course they are. So it's yeah. funny, isn't it? Even when you're as big it as Pepsi, feels so mature now. Like yeah, it, like it,
1: like just give up. <laughs> well, that's what they do. I mean, I guess you know Mountain Dew, like all the different flavors. They're trying mm. to kind of. Um, they, 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 you know, we know then, you know, you know, they're Pepsi, but they're not Pepsi, but they're, they're yep. there as kind of alternatives. Yeah. So, um, the other one I had, so that's, 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 that's interesting. The other one I had was re- repetition with creativity. Like how can you say the same thing in different ways? Now, mm. this is, this kind of builds on, I guess, the last idea of don't get bored. Yeah. But like after you've been well-established, it can, it's easier to get bored and people thought you want to, but you know, um, the way that, you know, Snickers were able to kind of take that idea of, you know, you know you're know not yourself when you're hungry and just yep. run with it for ages and ages in different ways and, and and creatively, you know, looking at the same expression and trying something else. You never got bored of it. Mm. You never got bored of it. So um, repetition was creativity at that point. Um, um, you know, keep it on the eye on the market. If things are changing, you know, and, and um, then – you know just keep an eye on but don't jump at shadows mm. you know the 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 you don't want to be making any rash decisions at that point to kind of completely or was it like um we're using all the good tropes today but the the, the Tropicana one the yep. the packaging one don't you know they we're not we're not I, I, they they just changed it completely yeah. um they weren't recognizable really their customers couldn't find them that's right so so don't don't jump at shadows remember you know what it is about you that got you there um, and then, but this is where we get to, and it doesn't happen. Um, I, I was going to do a whole podcast on this last point in itself, but I don't think it's a whole one. But at this point, there's potential in the right circumstances to do some brand extensions, but it depends, and it doesn't work often or all the time. But um, if uh, the, the one that I thought is really interesting is in Australia at least, um, RACV. So, started as um, roadside, I think right. they said, ro- so it's RACV is Royal Automotive Club of Victoria and there's RACQ, Queensland, so there's yep. one every state. I haven't looked this up, so I'm trying to remember my, um, my, my knowledge of their history off, off the top of my head, but that was all about roadside assist initially. If you broke down, they'd come and help you, you know, um, mm-hmm. um, get, get moving again. Then they moved into car insurance, I'm pretty sure, was the, which is an obvious kind of extension at that point because it's still with cars. And then other insurance like business insurance and whatever, but it become a staple, especially for, um, let's say, boomers. <laughs> um, like they've been a staple Australian kind of trusted brand for so long. Now they're branching out into uh, they've done, they're doing kind of hospitality and resorts, so in golf clubs. Um, so talking to that same market, um, but they're also now doing solar, solar, solar. And I think it's brilliant because, you know, you've got a, you've got a market like a, you know, a market of boomers really that, 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 that has not grown up with this trusted brand. I'd argue, I have no stats in this or whatever. I would say RECV would be seen as one of the most trusted grand brands in the demographic of kind of maybe 50 and over. Right. And you've got something—a technology like solar, which is so unknown to, um, uh, to, to is very, very unknown to every demographic, really. And it's and there's a lot of cowboys and, and a lot of uncertainty. They're going in there and and selling solar totally off the base of the trust that's already in their brand. Yeah. And I, I and and they've got there and they're they're buying lots of brands as well. They're not rebranding them. They're just kind of putting their. Now behind them and they're diverse and they must have so much money. It's not funny. But the solar one I think is a great example of when you've got to this well established market leader point Mm. and they probably, you know, even for them, um, there was almost like mar- market saturation. Uh, you know, the, the, I guess with the, 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 the car the, the car assist now, that's done by every insurance company, I think. Like yeah. it's totally become a commodity. So they moved, you know, somewhere, you know, they've moved insurance, insurance and they kind of do it as well. But transferring that trust into a totally new category, it's totally unrelated to where they weren't, but it totally makes sense because of the market where yeah. that trust is held in. Like what? I'm sure there'll be other things. Like I'm, I reckon they could sell mobile phones, like yeah. you know, to, to 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 older customers. Like it's like they they can't because Telstra's got that brand positioning and that yeah. you know people people trust Telstra. You know, um, to you know to to make it easy. But I, I'm I'm sure they've got some other stuff in the pipeline. Um, so I, so that's that's kind of what I wanted to end on. Um, and uh because it's i reckon it's a real outlier like we speak about brand extensions generally um they're a they're a they're a bad idea um but i I guess if i think uh, where it does work with this one it's about transferring trust yeah so because you can transfer a brand an idea and a feel or something to a totally different category and it doesn't make sense but um but if you've got like yeah, I mean, I guess in some ways it's why, why the way Nike is able to transfer, like going to golf, yeah, because they were they already had the trust that they kind of understood athletes or they had mm. a brand. But will they? Will you know? Will they? Not ever,
0: as big a jump as will they ever be the leading brand in golf? Are they the leading brand? I, I don't I, know. I don't I'm not, a, I'm not a golfer. There's there's bigger brands, though, I'm
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think of K- Callaway comes Callaway, to mind, That's the one But they're all. The so, can they ever be Callaway? Can they ever knock off Callaway? Well, but I think yeah, I they think they to? do different stuff because I think Callaway does clubs more than. Yeah. I don't know. Actually,
0: I, I, look, I, but, To be honest, anyway. I struggle with the whole line extension, Brent. Like I, I mean, I understand it. Yeah. But I, I, my instincts for what is a good. And bad examples uh, have often been proved to be way off on these things. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I, I completely thought that Porsche, and I know there's not a brand extension, there's a line extension, but Porsche releasing SUVs was the dumbest idea in the history of, of bad ideas and it's proved to be i think lamborghini's suv now is like the biggest selling like their biggest selling product by like a mile yeah. i'm sure porsche's suv is absolutely are. i think they, well, i know they are like it it's proved to be a masterstroke in line extension yeah. um you know the brand extension i don't know i feel so but i, I can see how it works and i mean you, you bring up telstra telstra you know, Telstra are just a big trusted brand, right? And they do marketing services. Yeah. They probably have more clients than we do. Yeah. And you that, know, that's, that's selling selling trust, I, I guess. No, that, that's it. selling so, trust is
1: probably one of the the only bad marketing services. Um, the, the, yeah, well, but but I'm that. No, no, <laughs> selling trust and that's what RSCV is doing. I just thought I only found out about solar recently because I um, I met a, a guy that's got quite a large solar company and he was like, oh, RSCV is just buying up solar companies and I was like, yeah. what? And then I've got solar and I've gone through the whole thing and it's, you know, and we had a great experience in the end, but I can totally see how yep. many bad experiences there are. That's just ripe for like, oh, RACV yeah. won't let us down. We've been with, I mean, it, the idea of being a, a member of the RACV, you know, I think my mum's like a... 60 year member or something. Yeah. Like it's, you were just always a member. And, yeah. and, and so you've, you know, they, they've, this, it, this whole, you know, years of trust built up transferred completely to, it, it makes make, sense there. And
0: it does make sense. It makes sense from the point of view of like in those low trust areas, right? Solid absolutely is, yeah. is one of those areas where, um, you know, so. Oh yeah, who do you trust? You trust RACV yeah. and an extension to their members. If they if, uh, do oh, they have, have, that's it. That's it. Sixty-year members or, or that's whatever. I know they have
1: a lot of them. So, Yeah. so that's my um, that there my thoughts. I thought for this one, I just you know rather than um, just, yeah, just have a have a have a think about. And there's that's not a definitive list at all, but mm. you can kind of see the the differences as you move through. And I think that you know the the, the new brand you, you know is about. Um, you know, is getting noticed and and stealing market share and 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 so um, I, th- I guess another thing to kind of talk about like that when I said you know I think I provide reasons for consideration. This is where a bit of differentiation does come in. Like it's yeah. you know you, it's it, um, this is where I am on Team Britson. Um, the the you've got to provide a bit of a different point to 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 convince someone to to shift or think about you differently now it yeah. might not be a big point but you know how are you going to you know what are you going to think of differently um uh you know in 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 that regard and 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 you know how are you going to differentiate in order to um um you know like fruity beer you know coming back to that is, you know that's a massive differentiation they've gone right we're creating a new category even though there's been i mean most craft beer you would say is Fruity, yeah. so maybe there's a whole other strategy around. They've decided to name it and run yeah. with it, and but they're now they've named it. They've turned their category, you know. Now we've got beer and we've got fruity beer. Yeah. Um, yet and so now they're okay. Well, you know, that sounds either awful or interesting, but you still, even if you think it's awful, you might try it. Um, yeah, it's newsworthy, so so you try to break break a category. Newsworthiness is important, there you go. And then, um, and then, and then, then off you go. So who knows where Fruity Beer will go, but I can't work out is it a brand or is it a cat? Like, it sounds like it's a
0: brand to me, yeah. I don't know well enough. I know Dan Murphy's were pushing it, so you know, the billboard I saw was a Dan Murphy's billboard, the uh. The influencer was, you know, uh, sponsored by Dan Murphy's. It, so it, it, <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit fruity. It was a bit fruity. Yeah, and I, I, I might not even be getting the name right. I, I
1: don't no, know. You no, know, I've seen fruity, be- fruity but the, beer. Yeah. But I'd heard somewhere that it was CB were in, uh, releasing a fruity beer, but it doesn't seem like there's any CB branding on, yeah, okay. on that stuff. So anyway. We, we, um, we'll find out. We'll find out. Th- I'll, I'll. I think I'll wrap up there. I'll put mm. this list of kind of priorities in the show notes. It's a, an interesting thing to think about. It's um, a great
0: topic. I, I just like the the concept. I know it's a it's it's a simple one of just thinking about where you're at. In, in my experience, the number one reason why marketing fails when marketing fails is because we have we haven't understood the clear objective or, or we haven't been focused on the right objective. We yeah. as marketers, right, yeah. collectively, and. and
1: um, you know, I think just that—that that, that haven't that. diagnosed the problem as, yeah, Margaret would say. Like. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, you,
0: it's you like, just, like, it's like just sit down first and understand or? what is our objective. What are we trying to achieve? Yep. What stage are we at? Where are we going? You know, what what do do we therefore, you know, what are what are the what are the um, yeah? What, what does our advertising need to do for us? Mm. Um, and and how does it need to work? And make sure you're doing the right things. And make sure then you can write the right brief and get the right creative back. Yeah. And, and, and get yeah. those results so I, I think it's it's really good um we could probably I mean, it feels like you could put that into a framework or, or we can we can yeah, build I mean, that into a table <laughs> or can, something like we, can do we
1: can do that a table or, 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 or a matrix a matrix A matrix yeah so no, I'll just stick with a list I think a list All right. but go and check out the tip top ad um uh it's um it's it's kind of so generic it's but it's no nice. I' not nice was the word I came up with like, okay it's cool. not it's not doing like it's not, it doesn't set the word on fire, but it kind of, you know, just, just keeps them bubbling along. There you go. Well, on that note, I'm, I'm going to go make a sandwich. <laughs> and we'll um, catch you all next week. Okay, mate. See all you. next Bye. episode.